Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody. I'm Jody Harrison Bauer, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. It is so nice to have you here today. And if you are new to the podcast, to the show, this is the show where we educate you, empower you, entertain you a bit, depending on who the guest is. You just have me today. So I don't know how entertaining I will be, but hopefully I will be educational and empowering and therefore leaving you to be inspired and inspiring other people. Um, Living your most fearlessly authentic is such an important thing to me because for so many years, I feared judgment. I feared being myself because so many people in my life wanted to dim my light. And if you can relate to this, please let me know. There are a lot of people who deal with that and needing to dim their light to make other people feel comfortable because maybe we are too much, um, but you're not too much. You are just enough. And I hope that this show and many of the other shows that you will listen to um, will help empower you with that strength to stand into your power and own the beauty of who you are at any age and at any stage that you are in. And with that said, I wanted to let you know that you can find me on every uh, social platform at Jody Harrison Bauer and also at the dot fearlessly authentic podcast on Instagram and fearlessly authentic podcast on Facebook and on YouTube. You can also find me at Jody Harrison Bauer. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. We have a five-star rating, and I just appreciate all the comments all the time. And I threw a few questions out today before the show to find out um, from my followers who would be interested in learning more information about being in your 60s, um, owning who you are in your 60s, because this is what we are going to talk about today is a space that I think is um, not heard from very often and left alone to sort of do whatever you want to do. And sort of um, once you hit 60, there are so many women out there who do not feel like they have a voice, do not feel at all confident about stepping into their truth owning who they are and really living their most fearlessly authentic life. And I know that because I know a lot of women my age and they hide from who they are and they're not, they're trying to figure out who they want to be in this next stage of our life. So I wanted to really, really lean into being in your sixties as a woman this is very specific. I cannot talk about being a man in my 60s. I'm only married to a man in my 60s and can tell you what that's about. But to me, that really wouldn't be all that educational and all that fun uh, because he actually looks much younger than me and it pisses me off, but whatever, it really doesn't. I'm happy that he takes really good care of himself. So let's really start. What Before I move on, I do want to tell you that Um, for those of you who want to check me out on my social platforms or on YouTube, that I do have long hair. I do have hair extensions. I used to be very uh, scared of judgment in sharing that I have hair extensions because having long hair, having um, perky boobs, Um, having uh, a sexual presence about yourself is a very um, fertile look for a woman. So men who are listening, 
uh, whether you realize it or not, most of you are attracted to women. If you are attracted to women um, who look fertile. So that's why so many women get implants in their boobs, in their butts, and why hair extensions are so um, popular as well, and all of those other things that we can do to our bodies. But specifically, when you think of youthfulness, when you think of a fertile woman who you want to have a child with, who you want to impregnate, um, she usually is, she has she's buxom, she has a nice round butt, and she has beautiful hair. Just think of Adam and Eve in the garden. You didn't have Eve, you know, Eve was curvy and sexy. So um, with aging, a lot of those things go away and a lot of women are chasing those things. But the reason I wanted to talk about my hair was not because I want to look like Eve from Adam and Eve, nor do I want to look the same age as my daughters who are 30 and 34 or even younger than that. That is not my goal. My goal is to look the way I feel. So I like having long hair. It makes me feel pretty. It makes me feel sexy. And one of the ways that I've been able to um, make my hair stronger is by using a supplement called Wellbell, W-E-L-L-B-E-L. And I will, the link is in my bio. So if you go to my bio on my Instagram account, and if I could find it right now, I will tell you, but if you go to Wellbell and you put it in the code, I think it's XO. Jody, but I'm going to tell you right now what it is. I should have it right here with me. I am sorry for the delay, but I need to let you know what it is because I did want to share it today. So it is, it has just enough biotin and the exact amount of minerals and vitamins in it that is going to help strengthen your nails, make your skin feel and look better and help the integrity of your hair. My hair has grown so long and has gotten so much fuller, but still not to the point. Again, I'm 62, still not to the point where it's super long like it is right now, but I'm going to give it to you. Um, it's Wellbell, W-E-L-L-B-E-L, -L -L -E and use the code Jody J-O-D-I-S-U-B, as in boy, 10, and you can save 10% off your monthly subscription. So go check them out and use my code to save money because um, I'm blown away at how great this product has um, changed the integrity of my hair. And I've been using it for about a year and a half now. So with that said, I want to go into what a woman can do as young as in her 20s to grow older the way that she wants to. So I know from training women for almost 34 years that every woman wants to look in the mirror and they want to find themselves attractive. I honestly don't believe, and you could you can email me and tell me differently. I honestly do not know one woman who wants to look at herself in the mirror and say, I don't like what I see. I mean, that's why they come to me. That's why they trained with me because maybe they looked in the mirror and they didn't like what they saw. So it's not just what your body looks like. It's all about your mindset. But my point is, is that every woman wants to look at themselves and think that they are, um, let's just put it bluntly, fuckable. Okay. I'm just going to say it. They want to know that a man or whoever you um, want to attract, man or woman, um, or both, find you desirable, find you fuckable, find you um, that you they want to have an intimate relationship with you. And every woman, and that's called feeling desired. That's called intimacy. And it doesn't make a difference how old you are. We all want to be desired. We all want to have intimacy. We all want to feel that when somebody looks at us a certain way, that that's our person looking at us. We all want to feel it. And ladies, you can lie to yourself all you want 
And if you need nobody in your life, then, you know, this probably isn't for you, but I'm talking to the women who want to um, take on aging the way they want to, and not the way society thinks that we need to. We don't need to look a certain age. And it really, really starts way back when we're in our 20s. So if you are in your 20s and you are listening to the show or you know somebody who's in their 20s and need to hear this, in your 20s is a great time to start working out, to start lifting weights and to start understanding what it means to eat healthy because we can't really build lean muscle mass without feeding our body the food it needs for energy and to maintain and build. And in your 20s where your hormones, which by the way, uh, basically rule your entire body, your, your hormones control your metabolism, unless you have some type of hormonal issue or metabolic issue, but for the most part, your hormones control your body. My husband is tall and thin. Unless he eats more often, he's never going to be more than 165 pounds and six feet tall. That is how he is built. That is who he is. I can't change it. But if his life was spent in the gym and he built muscle, maybe that can change a lot, but it changes with food. And the most important food that you can get in your body is lean protein. And the best protein for you to get in your body is animal protein. There is nothing wrong with having plant-based protein, but it is harder to get in. Therefore, you need to eat more of it and you need to eat more often. So rule of thumb, if you are in your 20s and you are looking to put on muscle, get stronger, depending on whatever your fitness goals are, lose weight, it all starts with lean protein. Why am I talking this and talking about being in your 60s? Because it all leads to the way you're going to age. If you smoked a lot in your 20s, if you drank a lot in your 20s, if you did drugs in your 20s, more than likely you're going to look like freaking hell in your 50s and 60s and older. I mean, look at the guys who were like, you know, the Rolling Stones. Yes, they're all living longer, but they look like hell. They've been clean and sober for many, many years. But more than likely, if you don't clean up your act, you are going to look and feel like hell when you get older. It takes a toll on you. So in your 20s, if you're trying to change anything in your body, it starts with lean protein. And if you're plant-based, um, you just need to eat more of that plant protein. There are more and more protein shakes out there made from plant-based foods. I am not, I eat animal-based protein, but my shakes are plant-based. Um, and I use a company called Isogenics. And just as a side note, about two and a half weeks ago, I got really, 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 really sick from um, salmonella food poisoning. And I was hospitalized for three days. I got pancolitis. And so my colon was, my entire colon was ripped to shreds and I am on the mend. I have not had one piece of animal protein in two and a half weeks. And um, this is really the first week it happened on the 23rd. So this is really the first week that I felt kind of normal and, but I, I can't drink any alcohol. Not that I drink a lot of it to begin with, but I can't tolerate any alcohol either. And uh, that's just what's going on with me. So please also just be very careful about where you buy your food. You know, you don't hear about too many cases of salmonella, but once you start talking about it, you're like, oh yeah, that person had, it. oh yeah, that person had it. But it was a horrible, horrible thing to go through. And so I need to work and I know how hard it is to get that food in you because I don't want to lose the muscle on my body. So the more muscle you have on your body, that does not mean you need to look like a bodybuilder, but the more muscle you have on your body, the less body fat you will have on your body. Therefore, your heart won't be clogged with bad fat, with clogged arteries from fatty foods, fried foods, creamy stuff, candy, sugar, all that crap 
that is going to affect your heart and God forbid, give you a heart attack, nor will, um, and having more muscle and less fat will also help protect your joints. So you won't have, you will have a lower chance of having joint pain and issues as you get older. So you'll notice that as people get older and they gain weight and they have not maintained a healthy lifestyle. And I know a lot of people like this who are overweight, their knees hurt, their backs hurt. They have back surgery. They have disc surgery, all type of joint issue, hip, knees, lower back. That's all because of the extra weight that is not healthy on their body. And what a good doctor will do is a good doctor will say, you need to lose some weight before we do this disc surgery or this knee surgery or this hip surgery, because more than likely, once you take the weight off the body, those joints won't hurt anymore. So note to self in your 20s, lift weights, eat healthy. If you're going to drink alcohol, do it in moderation. Don't smoke anything and stay out of the fucking sun too, because the sun is going to break down the collagen in your body and you're going to look like hell when you get older because the sun really does a job. And if you smoke and go in the sun, um, it's just a tough look and, um, it just, it's just not healthy for you. So going into your thirties when, um, it's usually prime time to start thinking about creating a family, um, you do your, um, metabolism starts slowing down around the age of 30. Your hormones start, might start getting a little imbalanced. You might start getting your period um, a little less, um, less, um, at the same time, can't think right that word right now, but you may not getting your, your period at the same time, all the time between 28 and 30 days. Uh, you might start noticing some changes in your body. If you do, I'm going to tell you right now, go to your gynecologist and please look into, if it's a naturopath, if that's your, your jam, look into a naturopath that can help you. But Go and find somebody who specializes in hormones, hormone replacement, whatever it is, find somebody who will help you get your hormones balanced because the reason women in particular start gaining weight, um, start getting their periods intermittently, um, mood swings, fog, uh, maybe might have some hot flashes those are signs that she's starting to go through menopause. It's called perimenopause. And that usually doesn't start happening until your late 30s because you're given that time um, up until like your late 30s, early 40s for you, if this is your wish to have children. And for the most part, if you have balanced hormones and you have been taking really good care of yourself and you don't have any other family issues in your in your um, family history, um, you're going to be pretty much good to go. But again, ladies, you need to be eating healthy. You need to be getting the sleep. You need to be working out. You need to be moving your body. You need to be building or maintaining uh, muscle mass. And maybe now is the time to lose some weight if you feel that you were invincible in your 20s and you could eat or drink anything. You hit your 30s, and things change. With each decade, things start changing a little bit faster. So I hear from a lot of women who are postpartum and they complain um, about, oh my goodness, I've gained this weight. And what do I do? How do I lose this baby weight? How do I do it? And for the most part, because there's so much education out there, there's so much information about um, taking care of your body during pregnancy, before, during, and after. There are a lot of women that I see just dropping the weight naturally and taking care of their bodies because they know that, you know, when I'm talking about taking care of your body and lifting weights and moving your body, not only is it good for your body, 
but it's also good for your mind. And I did not know, um, fully understand, even though I've been working out for over 40 years, I did not understand how absolutely important it was that I was working out. I knew that it was a thing that I loved to do every single day. My kids would go off to school. I would go to the gym. I'd be there for two hours. And it wasn't until um, I decided that I wanted to divorce my ex-husband that working out and staying fit and strong was not only helping me for my body, but it was helping me for my mind. And that that was the place, that was where I meditated. And meditation is very, very important, a mindset, a vision. It all starts with going off the track a little bit here, but talking about getting pregnant in your 30s or your 40s, um, staying healthy during your pregnancy, losing whatever body, whatever baby weight you gained. And if maybe you ate a little bit more, I gained 45 pounds with my oldest and then I gained 40, 35 with my second one. So um, I lost the weight in 12 weeks. I gave myself that goal to do that. But um, again, we didn't have the kind of resources. I just figured things out myself and I, and I got pretty lucky and I did not have big babies. I had little babies. But it's really important, especially when you're pregnant, to nourish your body right, right, correctly, healthy, and then continue to do that because soon afterwards, as you get into your late 30s and early 40s, you are going to start having, for the most part, not everybody, but you can start having perimenopausal symptoms in your late 30s. So if you started taking care of yourself in your 20s, in your 30s, then you are going to be great going into your 40s. And, you know, a lot of this, I'll go back to my my divorce for a second, is that that was a pivotal, very pivotal time in my life. My, um, I never felt physically better in my life, but mindfully, I wasn't in a good place. And I wasn't in the best relationship with my then husband, the father of my my daughters. And I knew that there was a better version of me. And in this is the reason why I named the show Fearlessly Authentic, because I was not living my most fearlessly authentic life. I was living the life that somebody else wanted me to live. I was not living and doing the things I was doing. I was living for my then husband and doing whatever he needed me to do and wanted me to do. And I was doing everything for my daughters. Now, doing everything for my daughters was what I wanted to do. But even if you want to do everything for your children, ladies, you need to carve out the time for me. So the time for me was at the gym. So two hours a day, that was my time. And thank God I had that time. Otherwise, I don't know what I would have, I, I don't know how I would have ever survived it. But I knew in the core of my core that I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't creative anymore. I wasn't creating anything. I needed to do more. I needed to show my daughters what a strong woman I was because all they saw was a woman who was at times verbally abused by their dad and was not treated by a man the way I should have been treated. And I'm not saying it was a one-way street. You know, it takes two to tango. So, uh, but it wasn't a healthy relationship and I knew I had to get out of it and going to the gym, working out, taking care of my body so I can take really good care of my girls and taking care of myself was going to get me through this really, really hard time. So if you've taken care of yourself in your 20s and your 30s, going into your 40s um, is still going to take a lot of discipline. It's still going to take a lot of consistency but once you make that decision to believe in yourself enough 
that you see yourself doing this. Now, you're, you've been doing this now, hopefully for 10 or 20 years now, right? So it's a part of your life. So you made the decision that I'm going to eat healthy, that I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to move my body somehow or another, at least five times a day, five times a day, five times a week. So by the time you get to your forties and whether you're starting a family at that time, or your kids are a little bit older, you kind of got this lifestyle going on. That's not to say that if you haven't and you decide that, oh my God, I need to get my shit together. I need, my kids are good now. I'm in a good place. I'm in a great relationship or I've just gotten divorced and I got to work on myself more. But whatever whatever place you are in your mind and you say, it's really, really time for me to get my shit together and I've got to get to the gym. I've got to drop this weight. I've got to get stronger. Or maybe you decide that you want to you know, compete in a fitness show, which was something that I wanted to do and wasn't allowed to do by my ex-husband. I was not allowed to do anything that I wanted to do. And he actually um, gave me a really hard time about working out because I think that he knew that it made me strong and I would be harder to tear down, which is really, really sad. So if any of this resonates with you, um, time to think about if this is a good relationship for you. So in going into your 40s, uh, you've got to continue the discipline, the consistency, the belief, the decision to do these things, the belief in yourself, which will cause you the discipline and um, continue in that commitment and that consistency. So we are going to continue on this journey in um, in a few more minutes. Um, we're going to take a quick break. I will be right back and we are going to get a little bit more specific as we start going through our 40s, 50s, and then finally our 60s. I'll see you back in a few minutes. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. 
Welcome back, everybody, to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm so happy to have you here with me today as we are going through the decades. There's, I think there's a David Bowie song that's something about going through the decades, but I can't remember it right now. That's that's another thing that happens when you get a little bit older. But you know what? Aging is really fun if you take care of yourself. So um, we're in our 40s, and uh, basically it's about maintaining the same thing you were doing in your 20s and your 30s. So if you were doing everything that you wanted that I'm telling you that you need to do in your 20s and doing it again in your 30s, even while you're pregnant, even if you're going through a divorce, even if you're going through a toxic relationship, those things are going to help you stay stronger. So you're in your 40s and it's another hit. It's another change. Um, For me, I don't know if it was because I got divorced at 42 that I absolutely loved, loved, loved being in my 40s. I will tell you that if you have no hormonal issues, that in your 20s, 30s, and early 40s, your hormones should be super, super balanced. Super balanced, meaning you are very fertile and you can build muscle. And again, why do we want to build muscle? Not to become a muscular and look like a bodybuilder. That is not the point. And everybody grows muscles differently. As I mentioned, my husband, tall and thin, his muscles are long. I am five feet tall and I have big muscles. See guys, I have a big bicep. I don't even work my biceps. I don't work my abs either because everything I do is, is involves my core. So um, if you started training and lifting weights in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, let me tell you something, ladies, you're going to have some muscle mass on your body by the time you're in your 40s. And it is going to be easier if you've gained weight to lose that weight. Now, the scale might tell you, you look, you weigh a little bit more than you think you should because muscle weighs more than fat. So it's very, very important that before you start any goal, that you do a couple of things, whether you're not, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond, that you start someplace. So whether you decide to take a picture in an outfit and every month you change that picture in that same outfit so you can see your progress because we need to measure our progress. We need to start somewhere and you need to have a plan because without a plan, it's just a freaking dream. Okay. And you need to be planning ahead because a failure to plan is a plan that's going to fail. All right. I'm going to say this one more time. A goal without a plan is just a dream. And if you do not plan to hit your goal, if you have no plan, a goal without a plan is a plan that's going to fail. You would never get in front of a room to give a presentation without being prepared. You would never get in your car to go on a long trip without it, your gas tank being full or having a plan to where you are going to get gas. And for the most part, we don't get in the car without knowing where we're going unless we need to drive. So if you're in your 40s and you've been working out and eating healthy for 20 years, you are good. You are golden. You are great. And again, I loved being in my 40s. I felt great. I was I was in really good shape. Um, I was, um, you know, women, they say, are in their 40s or at their sexual height. That was me. I don't know if it was a combination of me being divorced and feeling free and owning who I was and for the first time in my life stepping into my truth, stepping into my power and crawling out of no self-esteem and no self-confidence. Don't get me wrong. I was still accomplishing things. I was very involved in my community and president of so many things. Um, went on a trip to Israel as a young leader for um, a nonprofit organization called Hadassah that I was involved in. So I did a lot of, I was still always um, a, a type, a type of person who always had goals and always wanted to accomplish goals. But as far as, and and that was with fitness as well. 
if you are not, and you know this, if you are not a person who can hold yourself accountable, who cannot get yourself to the gym, who needs help being held accountable, who needs a coach or a mentor, first of all, I can help you because I've been doing this for 34 years, but find somebody who can help you hold yourself accountable because the earliest, the earlier you start taking care of yourself, the healthier you're going to be able to get older. And you can do that without pain. And that's how we all want to age. And there's nothing to fear about getting older. It's actually a privilege to get older, but let's try to do it without any pain. Um, I think that's the goal. And when you see people who have taken care of themselves um, and are living pain-free, they usually are pretty happy people and they're keeping their mind and their bodies very, very busy. So in your 40s, keep doing what you were doing in your 30s. Um, whether you're having kids or your kids are gotten older or you don't want any kids at all and you're just crushing it at your work, but make the time to still work out and nourish your body um, with healthy foods at least 80% of the time. So again, rule of thumb, if you didn't catch it the first time, if you want to maintain your weight, your body weight, one gram of lean animal protein per pound or a little bit less, maybe 0.75, okay? But rule of thumb to make it really, really easy, one gram of protein for each pound of body weight you are is how much protein you need to be taking into your body on a daily basis. If you are leaning into some type of fitness goal, whether it's running, lifting weights, whatever it is, sports, um, reach out to your coach and find out what it was when I was competing in fitness shows. And by the way, I might be doing one in the fall. I'll let you guys know because it ain't too old to uh, get on stage in stripper heels and a bikini again. Um, and if you didn't know this, I'm a two-time world bikini champion. Um, that uh, based on your activity level and your goals. So if you're not very active, um, you probably don't even need to match your body weight um, in protein. So for me with the salmonella poisoning, which is why I brought it up, is I'm certainly not matching my protein to my body weight. And I have lost about six pounds since I got sick. So uh, because I can't get any protein into my body, it's been a little bit harder for me. But reach out to a coach or some type of mentor, somebody in the health field, um, not necessarily an MD because unless they know a lot about nutrition, they're not going to know a lot about this, about how much lean protein you need. But rule of thumb, it is one gram per body weight to maintain or transform your body. If you weigh 300 pounds, you're not going to be able, it is impossible to take in 300 grams of protein. So think about what your goal, your goal weight is. So if you're 300 pounds and your goal weight is 200 pounds, then you want to start taking in about 180 to maybe 200 grams of protein. 200 grams of protein is probably going to be very hard again. So rule of thumb, if you are overweight, 300 pounds, 200 pounds, and you want to lose weight because it is not healthy for you, um, try hitting 180 grams of protein per day. So as we get into our late 40s, we usually start feeling some perimenopausal symptoms like hot flashes, like foggy mind, like mood swings, like just being in a really bad mood a lot, being tired, not being able to concentrate and um, fluctuations in our weight. And now we're not getting our period on a regular basis. That is your body telling you that your hormones are fucking you up right now. Your hormones aren't balanced. And this would be the time that I wish somebody told me about hormone replacement therapy. Now, hormone replacement therapy is not good. I shouldn't say is not right for everyone. Somebody wrote to me today about um, seed sampling. Um, something about seeds. I don't know anything about it. They said it was from their MP, a naturopath. So I'm telling you right now, I don't know anything about it. If you do, please let me know. Um, but 
I didn't know anything about hormone replacement therapy. I kind of heard it, but basically, you know, I was competing at the time and I was just suffering in private. Nobody was my age. All of my friends were younger. Basically, I lost all my friends after I got divorced. So everybody I was hanging out with was um, in like the fitness industry and they were all about 20 years younger than me. And, you know, what what 25-year-old is going to understand anything about hot flashes? So... I kind of just went through it by myself. I opened up my studio at the same time at 50 and um, yeah, and I was just, all of this stuff was going on in my life. And I just sort of said, I'm going to power through this. I didn't know who to reach out to, um, probably did reach out to my gynecologist and um, they really don't know a lot about it. There are some gynecologists that do know a lot more about hormone replacement therapy than others. Um, but for the most part, that is not their field of study. And so they don't know a lot about it and they sometimes throw out the wrong information. So do your due diligence. Um, I've been working with a great hormone specialist who used to be an OBGYN. Now he just specializes in hormone replacement therapy. I am using bioidentical hormones. So I stopped getting my period when I was 50 and just suffered along until all of my symptoms that I just mentioned were gone. I still continue to eat well. I still continue to lift weights, but I did start gaining some weight. So even though I continue to eat healthy, I continue to lift weights, I began to slowly see my weight go from 110, 111, 112. Now remember, I'm five feet tall and I have a fuck ton of muscle on me. And I just thought, that's fine. I still look really good. And the the guy that I was dating at the time, you know, thought I was hot. So I was competing. I was winning shows. Um, I could diet down for a show. I knew how to dial it in. And then off season, I saw my weight going up. And I will tell you that I remember those days vividly. And they were concerning to me because on my mom's side of the family, uh, they run obese. On my dad's side of the family, they're smaller. So I'm more... Um, like my dad. So you do also, when I have clients coming in to see me and who I talk to, 80% of what you look like is the from the food that you eat. Um, 10% of it is from the workouts that you do. Okay. So 80% of the equation is from the food that you eat. 10% of it is from your workout. And the other 10% is genetic. So we can't do anything about the genetics, right? Can't do anything about it, but we can do something about the other 90%. So when I saw myself and I always prided myself, I'm being super, super vulnerable and open with you guys. And I saw myself going up to 113, 114. I remember one time I saw my weight go up to like 117. And I thought, no, 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 no. Now I can still I could still rock it. I could still rock a short dress. I still, you know, had my strong legs, my but I I knew I knew I was gaining the weight. And yes, I was having fun. I was drinking a lot of tequila. I was drinking, I was eating a lot of guacamole. And so was my diet on point? Nah. No, my diet really, really, really wasn't on point. Look, I had just gone through friggin' menopause. I was just gonna have fun now. I was just having fun. And, um, I was having fun. I was like, you know, in my fifties and, um, I just want to have fun, but I was also in a toxic relationship. So my cortisol levels were really, really high. I'm not blaming it on the hormones, but the hormones do screw you up. And, um, how do you fix your hormones? You find somebody who can help balance them, but I still didn't have anybody, nor did I think I needed any help. I don't know if you're ever like that, but I didn't know. I didn't know. So these are the two things, two things I'm going to share with you right now that I was, somebody had told me in my 40s and 50s before I hit my 60s. So I wish somebody had told me about hormone replacement therapy or some type of some type of hormone help that could help balance my hormones so I didn't have to suffer in silence because it was about four years of suffering with all the things that I said, hot flashes, the mood swings the um, fluctuation in the weight, but it also wasn't eating 
healthy like 80% of the time. I was eating healthy like maybe 70% of the time. And, you know, when you drink tequila, you eat a little bit more food. You eat a few more chips and a few more guacamole and you can't dance it off because you can't ever run out the fork. Okay. That's another one of those sayings that um, a plan, a goal without a plan is just a dream and failure to plan is a plan to fail and you cannot outrun your fork. So if you can hear those three things, just remember them in your head. So I saw my weight going up, um, like I said, still rocking things out, but I noticed, I noticed things were changing. So what happened was around um, the time I was 55 or so, so one, I wish somebody told me about hormone replacement therapy. So I could have done it because the best time to start going on hormone replacement therapy, if it is the right thing for you, is in within 10 years of you stopping your period. So I stopped mine at 50. So I should have started going on hormone replacement soon afterwards or while I was suffering in my late 40s with the hot flashes and so on. Up until I would say it, like... 48 to 52, it was four years of of hell going through it really like your body, you're looking at your body and going like, what is this? But I was still competing too, which is so crazy to me. I can't even believe it. Um, so I started noticing that I was gaining a little bit of weight, but nobody really noticed it. I noticed it and it made me feel really insecure. So um The number two thing that I would tell you that I wish somebody had told me when I was in my 40s and 50s is to stay the hell out of the sun. I know you probably all know this by now, but I loved the sun. And when I was growing up in the 60s and the 70s, I was born in 1960. So we didn't have sunblock. Um, We stayed out and we laid out in the sun with our Peter Frampton album and with all of our photo our um our record albums the three ones the trifolds with aluminum foil on it and baby oil on our face seriously that's what we did so a lot of us baby boomers some gen xers were all dealing with maybe some a lot of sunspots and um really some melanoma and hopefully god forbid nobody has any skin cancer but um i was still laying out in the sun but using sunblock Um, until I met my now husband who um, said to me, who's never been in the sun in his life and has the youngest skin and incredible and never drank either. Um, He said, what the hell are you doing? Get the fuck out of the sun. Do you know that it's breaking down your collagen and it's going to make you age faster than you already are? And I thought, okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all I need. That's all I need to know. And then soon after I had a friend who was, um, kind of forced to go through menopause a little bit earlier based on what was going on in her life. And I noticed that her skin looked beautiful, that there was just something different about her. And she is the one. So I did not start going on hormone replacement therapy until I was 60. And when I spoke to my doctor, his name is Dr. Edward Jacobson out of Greenwich, Connecticut, if you want to reach out to him. Um, I've never met him. We do everything via Zoom. And uh, there's a 10-year window, like I said, that you can start hormone replacement therapy. I don't know what happens because I'm not an expert on it, but uh, you have like a 10-year window where you can start that hormone replacement therapy and it could make a change in your life. At first, when I started it, I gained weight. I didn't like it. I wanted to go off of it. So you've got to be really patient with your doctor and figure out what works for you. So I am on bioidentical hormones. I do not go out in the sun at all. I am a maniac. I have not gone out in the sun, stayed in the sun um, since I was probably 54, 55 years old. It will age you. Stay out of the sun. Don't smoke. Um, drink in moderation. Eat healthy. Lift weights and look into hormone um, replacement therapy. And those things will help you go into your 60s the way you want to. So now that I'm 62... I can tell you those things that I wish somebody told me in my 40s and 50s. And now it's 62 and really living my best life physically, mentally, soulfully. It's because I did 
you know, hold myself accountable. I did make myself go to the gym when I didn't want to go. I did eat the healthy foods, even though maybe I wanted to eat the French fries. But when I did eat the French fries, I realized how it affected my weight and I didn't want to feel that way. And it really comes down to how do you want to feel as you age? I had somebody on my show last week and we talked about, you know, what are you against? Um, how do you how do you believe that somebody should age? Do you think people, you know, women should not color their hair? Yeah, there are a lot of women who have gone gray and a lot of women who have said, I'm not coloring my hair. I said at the beginning of the show, I have hair extensions. I color my hair. I would not look good if I had gray hair. That's my choice. I have fake boobs. I don't know if I'll keep them in my body for the rest of my life, but for right now, I do have them because that's what makes me feel good. So I want to leave you with this thought. In living your most fearlessly authentic life, you have a choice to stand in your power and own who the hell you want to be. I have just given you the the um the uh directions to how you can stay healthy going into your 60s and still stay true to who you are. It is a choice. It is a choice that we make about the way we want to age. And there should never be any judgment towards anybody on the way they want to age. But if you want to age in a healthy way and you want to own and feel good in the body, the only body that you're ever going to live in, then make the choices that are going to make you feel good. Color your friggin' hair, cut it short, color it purple, do whatever the hell you want to do. If you believe you want to get, if you want to get Botox, if you want to get fillers, if you want to get a facelift, I am all about doing whatever it takes that you want to do that's going to help you get older, not get older, but that's going to help you grow older in a way that makes you feel good. So when you put your head on your pillow every night, you know that you are living your most fearlessly authentic life. So I hope that has helped you so much. If you want more information about how to eat healthy, please go to my website, jodyfit.com. There is a meal plan there and a 21-day journal that is so helpful. It's $9.99. It's downloadable. I am coming out with a new one. I can't wait to do it. It will have workouts in it. And it is going to be for you ladies, because I want to help you go like jump, run into your 60s and have the best life ever. So until next week, please go live your most fearlessly authentic life. Reach out to me. Remember to rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you. 